fate of the universe on the line. I want Iguadala. I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Two of the original three have come to Brooklyn to be free from the pressures of failure to get a kaching. Oh, if only life didn't change after a ring. Curry magic weaves across the weave of the king. Uh, some oh. things are just too difficult to frickin'. <laughs> Put down, no matter night or day, this, that, those and more will be talked about on The Ball Is Bay. Your favorite NBA podcast in Indian accent. We are back at it again to talk all things about the association. On a day where in the Southern Hemisphere, a team no one thought would win won. And that's the last time we'll talk cricket on this episode. Uh, this week, Harden moved to Brooklyn. Kyrie impersonated John Cena. Uh, Spencer Dimwitty was traded without consent. And Carl uh, Anthony Towns finally proved that the coronavirus is actually irrefutably contagious. Uh, speaking of morbid, I've got with me, as always, someone who follows uh, trolls more than cricket. Uh, someone who knows a good idea from a bad one. And someone who believes tender coconut milkshake is the epitome of capitalism. Vineet Devaya. Vineet, welcome to the pod. <laughs> How's the shakings in L-Town going on? And uh, have you ever had a tender coconut milkshake? I have not had tender coconut milkshake. But... You do believe that it is the epitome of capitalism. I do believe it's the epitome of uh, capitalism. Uh, I also believe that avocados, avocados. Any, anything avocado related is also the epitome of capitalism. <laughs> so hipsters and uh, capitalism, that's the thing. I mean, that's, since we're talking you know, about Brooklyn scenes anyway, like they all yes, yes, go together. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, okay, cool, perfect. Um, I have a good avocado story, but you know, let, let's get into the pod. But uh, is it, if it's a short story, then I, I don't mind hearing a good avocado. It's story. not really. It's fine. Let's go. Let's go to the part. You know, they call avocado. I mean, I didn't know what avocado was, but then I realized that it's butterfruit in Kerala. Yes, exactly my point. It's the most like, like ridiculous uh, fruit we used to have when we were growing up. We used to put sugar and eat it. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you, you yeah, used to I mean, do that. I, I, we have a co- coconut, I mean, this avocado shake. So we, you just put it in milk and sugar and ice and... Yeah, this is before avocado was like... We, like you what know, is avocado? avocado? We're like, okay, avocado <laughs> must be something that grows only in the US. And we're like, we're having this every day here. Every day. Man, they're so expensive also. If you go to one of these shopping malls, they sell it like one piece, 600 rupees. And I'm like, no, what? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But... Um, so we have a special guest on the pod today, Vineet, as you know. Uh, with this visit, he's become the most prolific guest on the pod. Uh, oh my breaking God. A, breaking a three-way tie with uh, Sean Chandran and Jonathan Rego. So let's give three cheers for his third visit on our pod. The OG of Indian basketball reporting, the man with the voice, the man with the Knicks jerseys, and the man with the Landor love. His friends call him Hupustani, uh, but uh, he has asked that we call him Karan Madhok. Karan! <laughs> Welcome, Karan, on the pod again. It's almost like welcome, we, welcome. we can't go a season without hearing your dulcet tones on here. Came out with the quarantine hair. Amazing. Welcome back to the pod. Yeah, yeah quarantine hair. Yeah, for sure. I, I should. I should. It's been a long time since I, I should had quarantine hair yeah. till last week. Now I have family hair. I can't. I have family hair. I, I've also reached the the very last days. This actually might be the last public appearance of my like luscious locks. So um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's this is it's gonna go soon. It's we we almost reached the the end yeah. of this. I don't yeah. think I've seen current two times consecutively with the same haircut. Like it's either the completely gone one, the Terenam one, or it's like this one. It's it, 
that that's my philosophy. I, I I always start with complete bald, so then I have to do the least amount of work. Maybe you're also cheap. You really don't want to go for the haircut. That's also possible. So I have a lot. When I want to be bald, every month I get a haircut. I'm pretty regular about being bald. Ah. But then you know, uh, every the pandemic, whatever. Can I curse on this? I forgot. Yeah, yeah, what are your yeah, curse rules? Absolutely. Yeah. This is, yeah, uh, yeah. In season four, we are allowed to curse. Season one, two, three, we were like. Fuck uh, yeah. Four. So yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. so Karan, what, what's up, my man? Uh, how are you doing? Where where are you? I mean, it says Delhi, but I'm not sure if that's accurate because I'm uh, yeah, I, I'm in Delhi. Uh, I I'm you know I, I'm really glad that we're doing this. Like, uh, first of all, thank you so much for making me your first three times three feet. You're the first three feet. The first three feet. The honor is all mine. I'm <laughs> really really grateful to be to be three peating. And and also we are sort of keeping up a tradition. I think Ashwin you mentioned that uh, that we'll be talking about you know the Nets. It's it's a big story. Mm-hmm. So I almost didn't want to show up because I wanted to to pull a Kyrie in the situation. <laughs> oh. it's like where you guys carry the load and I'm just like not gonna show up. But then I decided Kyrie does show up on Zoom and on the internet. So 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 I am yes. actually pulling a Kyrie. You know so I've, so we've so, come around. So you you have like, given it a lot of thought as uh, we can see. I've I've given it all the thought that the flat Earth requires. All of it. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a great part. We're going to bash Kyrie. I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Karan, have you been following the NBA? Like, uh, are you keeping up with it or like what's up in your Landor land? Like, where is this Landor, by the way? Like, I keep seeing Insta- yeah, Instagram. Yeah, t- tell us where you are because every time we have a pod, you're sometimes in Landor, sometimes you're in yeah, yeah. the US. I'm in Delhi. Delhi. I'm, like, you're in Delhi, right? I'm in now. Delhi. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Landor is a uh, is a place up in Masuri. You guys must know Masuri, I know Masuri right? Yes, uh, yes. In yeah. So it's like it, it's a small, smaller village slash area above Masuri, uh, where I have a, I have my home. Like in Delhi, I'm I'm usually here for my work or for my family. But uh, honestly, if it was up to me, I would be in Landor at all times. Where this might be more difficult because the internet's kind of shitty there. Yeah. But um, otherwise, uh, it's it's perfect. Yeah. I I love the that light that is there on your face. Like I wish I had also thought of some. I know, I know. It's 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 just my inner glow, actually. <laughs> I, I, it's just I, reflecting I, back. I, I saw this uh, Landor mention again because I follow this YouTuber called Karl Rock and he's in Abbottabad, and he's like, this is oh, like the oh. Landor of Pakistan. I'm like, wow. Again, I've heard oh, Landor, so yeah. we need to get Karan on the spot. Then. Oh, okay, it's, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but to answer your question, but of course, I'm following the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I I'm I'm really glad that we had to discuss the best team in New York, the Knicks, uh, <laughs> who have just been destroying it, killing you it. know, at, keeping it at keeping it at, at, at 500 all season, you know, um, be consistent. They're a consistent performer. Consistent. Hey, the best defense in the NBA. Come on, that's no joke. That, that, really? That's the New York Knicks, man. Yeah, yeah. Look oh up the stats. Oh my God! They they, they, they walloped the Celtics. Uh, I think last it, week. It's the Tibbs effect. Yeah. It's the Tibbs effect. You know, he's gonna make everyone play 48 minutes a game <laughs> and make sure you you you, you play some defense. So uh, I'm just glad to support a team that's not completed dumpster fire for the first time in like so long. You know, yeah. it's amazing. I was going to ask you, like, who's your favorite player right now on the Knicks? Because there are two. Co- RJ Barrett. Barrett. Barrett for yeah. sure. Not, not, not Randall. Uh, Randall is he isn't like ours. You know what I mean? Oh, he, he sort of okay. came like yeah. Juta is the word that I would use. Uh, he came Juta, and the thing is, I'll be honest. I, I actually did not want Randall in this team. Uh, he was taking away shots from Rand, from Barrett, mm-hmm. and I admit I was wrong. I think Randall has done. Re- he's responded really well to the new coaching staff to Tibbs, 
and he's really killing it. So good for him. But Barrett is the one. But Barrett is like our, you know, chosen he's one. He's, he, and I, I really see like big things for him. So uh, yeah, Randall's the one. So, so you, oh, sorry, but Barrett, <laughs> Barrett's the one. Well, you know, truth sometimes comes out. <laughs> spot, so truth yeah. just comes out sometimes. You know, it's just like okay, okay, we will we'll get right to the point. Uh, when did this happen? I think the trade happened like three, four days ago. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I think we were thinking hard into Philadelphia 76ers. And I, I think ESPN said that Ben Simmons was almost shown the gate. But uh, Harden, uh, Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving, they gave away all the big people. Just the under Jordan is left now. It's, it's, it's a team which doesn't have much depth. But if you have Kyrie, KD, and I don't know what Kyrie will talk about that. Uh, first reactions uh, on this day. I mean, you've had sometimes. I think they played two games also. They yeah, yeah. comfortably. Yeah, I mean, time. Not comfortably. But they kind of won those games also. So, w- what are your first feels about this trade? Yeah, like, I mean, time moves fast, right? Like, it happened and they've already played two games. Yeah. It's, the, it's, it's kind of. It's, it, it's great in a way that we're just getting so much action every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, obviously, everyone. It was rumored that this will happen. So, we had. I think all of us had mentally thought about the idea of what these three would look like. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, it's a complete shock. It's not like he hardened and ended up in Denver, where we really have to give new ideas to. Uh, I think we had all thought about this. Okay. Uh, we had all also, I'm sure, imagined Harden in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yeah. Um, so, so we had already had the conversation, I think, with our friends that, you know, oh, there's only one ball. How will they share? Oh, there's going to be so much drama. Oh, they, you know, I, I think it was Charles Barkley called them the Dribble Brothers, yeah. not the Splash Brothers. So it's like I think people had already thought about that stuff. So, but when it actually happened, you know, I, I, yes, they gave up a lot for him. But I, I actually respect teams that when you're so close to greatness, mm-hmm. just shoot your shot. Like, just go all in. You're not gonna have Kevin Durant for that long. Uh, who knows about Kyrie's status? So I, I actually think, and even you guys know me, I'm sort of like a historic Harden hater. But I think in this specific situation with Harden as like the second option when it comes to re- things really counting, he's gonna be incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I, I don't blame them for doing this trade. I feel uh, they did, you know, someone had to do it and, and they, they shot their shot. Yeah. So, um, so, good for them, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we still don't know exactly how the three of them will win because they, three of them have not played a game together. I'm, I'm not even sure if they've seen I think they're playing other, one in Wednesday. Seen all three of them. That's tomorrow? Yeah, they're playing one tomorrow. But uh, Kyrie is, is he expected No, Kyrie is coming. Yeah, he's expected for the Cavs. Okay. Well, it's a Cavs game. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you sure all three of them will play? I think just hard. That, that's what that's what is reported, my friend. Okay, it's been reported. Uh, it's funny that uh, the guy uh, recovering from Achilles is the one you expect to play every game. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, right? Like the other two guys, like you know, one is out of shape, the other one is like out of whack, whatever. But K- KD is gonna be there. KD is gonna be there. I think. I think. Uh, yeah, KD. I, I think they've been resting him also a couple of games. Uh, I'm not sure if it's load management is just like, you know, I don't want to play against these games. But we need Ky- yes. uh, historic Kyrie hate. I mean, I, I guess you're Kyrie hater number two on this uh, episode. But uh, do you think there is any way that uh, Kyrie... Uh, because I, I think just having James Harden and uh, Kevin Durant itself is like, you know... It's enough, yeah. I mean, it's, it's more than enough. It's more than enough. And so, I, think, I, I think Joe Harris is also kind of like okay. a... Is a cheaper clay, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. give Joe Harris some credit. He's really good. He does what he has to do. 
He's, mm. he, he performs on defense adequately. That uh, I don't so agree with. I don't think any... Adequately. No, adequately. Nobody on that team was playing defense. Oh my God, I watched the Bucks game today. And I think the last four plays that they ran, it's a high pick and roll, Chris Middleton come, jumper, high pick and roll, Chris Middleton come, jumper, high pick and roll, Chris Middleton jumper. But and I think... Nobody I, tried to do anything to it. So. But I think that's just right now, that's how the, the NBA is. I mean, I, I've been... So, so I don't know if Karan, he listens to our pod, uh, you know, frequently, but, you know, we have been... We've been touting this new segment where, you know, we, we do, or I do like a special on all the shitty teams. And so I've been watching a lot of shitty games and I've just figured out that the rest of the NBA is kind of trash. You know, it's just, they, they play zero defense. It's just, so I think that's what the current NBA is. It's just like really bad and they, they have no like josh to play the games anymore because they don't have the josh to do defense uh, any thoughts on that? Have you watched any of the kind of the Orlando versus I think the recent one Chicago I watched was Bulls. Uh, or, no, no, the Orlando versus who did I watch recently, man? That was really bad. And, uh, Raptors, I think it's Raptors, Raptors, I think. Raptors, oh, okay. Oh man, it was really it was so bad. I don't even remember the other team. What color? Uh, just yesterday, bad? dude. Yesterday, yesterday I watched. I think it. it was Hawks then. Hawks, the first game then of Hawks, the MLK. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was so bad. I was like, oh my god, is this the NBA? And so, have you been watching some of the trashy teams? Uh, any thoughts on that? Like quality of basketball-wise. Well, I watch every Knicks game. So, if you oh. consider that among watching hey, trashy teams, Knicks are almost at five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, I don't disagree with you that most NBA teams now just, you know, don't try on defense. But I feel it's going to matter a lot in the playoffs. And this is the reason why Anthony Davis was such like... Mm. Dude, he, he was incredible in the playoffs as a defensive presence. He like changed everything. And, and so I think in the regular season, you can cruise on um, just being outscoring the other teams. You know, uh, I, I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I saw a stat somewhere or maybe I heard it somewhere that the Nets have only won games when they have scored at least 120 points, which is absurd. Like, they have to score 120 just to get a victory, you know? That's crazy. Um, and they can do it. They, regular season, they can just easily do it now, even when Kyrie comes back. Um, but to go back to uh, what you guys were saying, the issue will be defense. I worry about uh, Durant, because I think Durant is the only one capable of being <clears throat> a perimeter defender or a post defender. He's the only... Like, DeAndre Jordan is pretty shit. I, I'm putting no faith in him, you know? So, uh, I, I, they... They need something. They need some kind of boost, a defensive boost from somewhere. Maybe a pickup at some point, a trade at some point. Trade, trade, Kyrie. I was saying that I, I want but, but Kyrie who, to be. But who, but who you would you get? Funny? So let, let's 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 analyze this. I have a trade for you. Oh, you do, you do. Okay, you have a trade. Okay, let's go. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Trade. See, Kyrie is a questionable personality, right? Yes. Hmm. Not anyone's just gonna give up. Yeah, that's my point. Who who will take yeah, Kyrie? Yeah. I know who. You, you sell the idea of a redemption story to Cleveland. Cleveland ka beta wapis aara hai. You know, you sell that ah. for Andre Drummond. What? You bring back Drummond as the big defensive guy. Not not a straight up trade. You you add whatever mm. else you need to do to make like both teams happy. Mm. But those are the two big pieces. Uh, Drummond joins the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets and like brings balance in size and defense. And Cleveland's just like, sure, we'll take Kyrie. He, he hit the biggest shot in our championship history. He's a tr- trouble guy, but who the hell else want to, wants to, you know... I mean, Cavs, Cavs, Cavs can only get better, I guess. I no, guess. They can yeah, get exactly. worse. They can get so, worse. 
No what do you guys think? I, I think that's that's a pretty good trade, right? Uh, I think Colin Sexton might not no. like this trade, but I, I think uh, everyone else is pretty. And any any thoughts you have, Ashwin, on on which team will take Kyrie See, and give know, something my, considerable? My my answer is always going to be let Russell Westbrook come back to come to Brooklyn. Let's God no, no, no. Kyrie can go to. Kyrie can be the leader on that team. Kyrie can do whatever he wants in the Washington. He's, he's going to be in Washington. He's going to be right in the middle of all the uh, civil rights movement and all those bills passing and all that. He can uh, go to the capital and go, go do whatever he wants. He, he can influence <laughs> the people there. He can. He can actually. I, I think he'll he'll be very good at. Doing those that's things. a that's a that's a that's a segue I did not think about. Is that Kyrie going to Washington? Yeah. I mean, please don't play games. Be like. Uh, see, listen. We need to stop uh, hunting. Uh, you know the Native American people. We need to stop building pipelines there. We need to stop doing all these things. And they'll be like, yes, okay, Kyrie, please go back and play your basketball games. Oh, uh, I think that. <laughs> God. But I mean, I don't, because I, that, that, that that'll be amazing. Like, uh, that'll be what what a great the feeling it'll be. I'll I'll I'll, I'll have tears in my eyes. But uh, mm. but uh, apart from that, I mean, see, Kyrie is not a bad basketball player. It's maybe he just wants to be a leader on some team. And I saw this like hilarious thing on uh, Reddit or Twitter or Instagram, wherever it was, that Kyrie didn't want to be uh, Robin to LeBron's Batman, and then he ended up being Alfred to. <laughs> Some of these yeah. memes are uh, so. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, do do you think they even consulted him? Do you, the current? I mean, no, I don't. I don't think they did because he would never have signed off on that. I mean, it doesn't but, matter. But, but I think KD was but, like, but, uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure. I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. No, mm-hmm. I'm, I was just gonna say. I'm. I'm sure he is known about this rumors forever, right? It's not like this has came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So whether or not they consulted him, he'd had ample time to veto it if he wanted to. You know. But we do it in, in the sense. What would he say if if James Harden's come, I won't play, and I'm then gone. like, uh. and then K will be like, "Are you sure? <laughs> okay, if it's your decision to go, I'm okay with it. But you know, are you sure? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he was asked, and maybe he said, you know, I don't think it would work out, and they'll be like, oh yeah, let's see what happens, and then poop. It's like, oh, we signed the deal. Just we didn't even know. We woke up, and the deal was signed. So I, I guess I don't know. I don't, I don't think that uh, Kyrie had much of a say. I think KD kind of pulled the pull the pull the trigger on this, as they would say. And you know, Dantoni is there, and Dantoni was like, "Yeah, fuck it. I don't care about Kyrie. Kyrie is not my man. James Harden is my man. Let's get into James Harden." So if you have the coaching and KD sign off, then who cares about what Kyrie can do? It it all comes down to KD because I think the reason Kyrie is even there is because KD chose to be there. Yes, you know? yes. If K, if if KD told Kyrie I want to play for the Knicks, Kyrie, Kyrie would have gone to the Knicks. Exactly. exactly. You know, so so really, it's uh, so at this point, it doesn't really matter. But you know, I just want to say like, uh, as you said, Kyrie is a, still a baller, a great player, and but whether or not he even shows up, I I feel that this Nets team is still gonna make the finals. Finals, yes. I, I really yes. I, I I'm I, it's just. With or without Kyrie, I think if he shows up and he does everything the perfect way, he'd be a really good luxury for them to have. You know, it'd be amazing if he just behaves and you know, yes, defensively they'll be terrible, but it's the you know, I, I think they'll still be good enough. That offensive firepower is too much. Now beyond that, I really don't see anyone beating this Lakers team. Let me. Oh, oh this, yes, just, I mean, I was gonna ask yeah. you that only. So, mm-hmm. uh, what what about this Lake Laker town? Not Laker town. I mean, Los Angeles uh, rivalry. Do you think the Clippers are are at least 
after last year's debacle a little better than the Lakers this year. We'll talk about the Lakers uh, Warriors game later because uh, Steph Love is uh, coming. But uh, uh, do, do you think they're better than uh, the Lakers this year, or do you think the Lakers are better than the Brooklyn Nets thus constructed? I think the Lakers are the best team in the league, okay. and I'll, I really don't feel it's even like close mm-hmm. because I think they, they they have a balance of both. They have the balance of star power mm-hmm. and depth, okay. and they have a balance of like championship experience, and they have this new guys who are hungry, and they have like young guys like Schroeder, Harrell, and they have Gasol who's a veteran. Like so, they really have like all the ingredients, and I feel the only thing that can stop them is like injury or COVID or something. You know, like something <laughs> has to go like. Like wrong with this team uh, because if if they if things go as they're supposed to on paper, mm. they they have all the they have all the ingredients. I hate to say it because I would rather see like Clippers do something, but at this point I just I think that franchise is officially cursed. They need to just pack up and move to Seattle, bring back the SuperSonics. Because like seriously, there's something with the Clipper name, <laughs> yeah. something with that. Like you get these super duper stars oh, and yeah. they find very creative ways <laughs> to, to lose. So it's not. It's it's not like just a regular choking, you know. It's they just find a new way to choke every post. Yeah, yeah. And it, there has to be something, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's because like even even the way they lost to the Rockets, you know, and uh, being three one up, they lost. They, they, they lost, lost to oh, uh, they lost, they lost to, to Nuggets. They lost to OKC in a very weird game five. Then and they lost to the Nuggets. This the, time, the, so that, so. that that was. The, the the basketball gods, I think they they sort of they love messing with the Clippers. They just like you know, let's find a creative way to to screw up, screw them up this time. You know, let's give them all the hope. We're gonna give them the Finals MVP. You know, <laughs> but, give them but, but, Paul George, who was like who was like a top three MVP finisher the year yeah. before. Depth of these guys, and you know what? They're gonna choke to the Nuggets. So, so Kawhi, Kawhi is one of your sons, right? I've heard. I've, yes, I've yes, heard. He's, so, he's my favorite. So player. if Kawhi it's somehow Luka, somehow takes it's, his it's team, Luca, Rubio, and Kawhi are my. Yeah. It's Rubio. Th- 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 those are the, the the three sons that uh, that Koshik and I made as test tube babies together on our podcast. So, so what would you say if Kawhi somehow took the Clippers to a championship this year, or or not this year, but like let's say in the next three or four years, would you say he he's I, like a top twenty five player? Do you think it, it, it puts him all yeah, time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah, for sure. And I think not only that, he becomes. I think he becomes great in a very like spiritual way because to beat the Clipper curse, you're not just beating the NBA. You're beating the gods. You're actually playing history. You know, yeah. there is something there. I, I would feel the same way of anyone who has success with the Knicks because you're not just like having success in that season. You're exercising ghosts of like decades. But Knicks know? have won championships, and they were very relevant in the '90s. Like it wasn't like the Knicks were shit or trash. Sure. Like Clippers That's have been true. perennially trash, except for that like, you know, two three years Lob of the Lob City. That's it. That, that's very true. Yeah. So I, I mean, I would love for the Clippers. And the reason I'm angry at the Clippers is because they, I was all in last season. They were Same. in my eyes the Same. favorites. And just the. And there was something off, even in the Mavericks series, which they won. Mm. They did not fully convince, but you know, you just thought like, oh, fine, they are like still load managing. They're still, still point, revving up. You, you can't be load managing game seven of the fucking playoff series, man. <laughs> like at some point, wake up and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, and, and they can't keep on blaming Doc Rivers or his style. At some point, just get down and get the job done. You know, um, I, I I do like the Clippers this season. They look look good. I think Serge is a good fit. But they, to me, I, I just I won't believe in Paul George until I see it yes, do it in the playoffs. Same. The same way with James Harden. Like 
Harden stats are very impressive to me, mm-hmm. but I need to see them in the playoffs. Now the regular season, James does not impress me that much because he's uh, done it for so long. Is that why? Yeah, yeah. But my my argument with James always is that like you know James as a number two option to KD is a, is perfect fit. It will be amazing, yeah. and and we have seen that in OKC, right? Like I mean, as much as as uh, Ashwin loves Russell Westbrook. Actually, I have a question for Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook. Well, Westbrook. We'll ask him later. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll ask you. It's it's a question for you, and then it's also to to Karan. But uh, you know, he James Harden was you know scary in the fourth quarters when he was in, when he was playing with OKC. Ooh. You know, like he did everything. He created all the plays. He got all the buckets. So I think that you know he and KD, especially you know, I think would be an extremely potent combination and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not very concerned about that. So the question to to Ashwin, right? So I think Ashwin and and Karan are are different in 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 a very peculiar way, which is like Karan decided he's a fan of the Knicks oh, what? the year he joined, and he's stuck to that, right? So that's his whole thing. So Ashwin has had a very interesting journey. <laughs> so Ashwin Ashwin <laughs> started off as a Kevin Durant fan, yeah. right? Ashwin. He yes. loved Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant played was, like him, and so he no, became he was thin like me, not thin, like, thin me. like you, thin, yeah, like, thin me. like you, and whatever, like whatever the reason was, you were a big Kevin Durant fan, oh, right? Absolutely, yes, yes. And and then by definition, you became an OKC fan, yes, yes, right. Yes. So then you spent five years defending Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Not because Rust you like Russell Westbrook. No, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> not, not because you like, but because you had to defend OKC because you like Kevin Durant. Yeah, right? yeah, so absolutely. that's the progression. Hey man, if and KD then, defends Russ, then I'm also going to defend Russ. Right. So, so <laughs> then, and then KD left. Then you, and KD made a weak ass move, which all, all three of us agree. But you couldn't be do that weak ass move. You couldn't like move. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So you stuck with Russell. Yeah, so I've now, what do you think about Russell Bollywood and the Wizards? Are you, I have you still given up on that? No, are you I, going to go no, back no, to no, your no, old no, love, no. KD, and and See, fully support KD in new, in the in the if Nets? You, if you think the Nets did not play defense today, you should see how the Wizards. They don't even know how to play defense. Their best defense. So have, is just so you have hope, given up. So just hope over. That they, yeah, that, that, so that, the Westbrook that the Westbrook thing is over. It's done. No, so who's your there. team, Ashwin? I guess that's a long-winded way of asking. <laughs> that Who is no team. My now? team is the NBA. I've become like Kaushik now. <laughs> team, NBA is my team now. I have, I have absolutely no loyalties anymore to any team. But I mean, I, I still follow the, the Thunder games. Sometimes I wake up, I watch the first quarter and then I go the back Thunder to Thunder are fun. Like in a... They, yeah. they have like 10,000 draft picks and it's, it's an exciting future to like have a team like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I watched them in the first quarter and then if I manage to wake up, I watch them in the fourth quarter again. Most of them, like it's, it's like they really don't know how to tank also. They beat the Bulls when they were down, <laughs> like they were down 10 it's points, true. which is like how you lose. And like they're down 10 points with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter and they managed to come back and win the game. I'm like, thoda to seekhna hoga aapko. So the question for you, for you, Karan, based on that big question to 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 Ashwin, is mm-hmm. <laughs> is do you think Russell Westbrook's career is over? What I mean by that as the alpha main guy, the guy, the franchise guy is kind of done, yeah. and he's going kind of the AI Carmelo Anthony route, where he's he becomes the butt of the problems a franchise has, and and now Kyrie is also kind of going that way. All great talents, but you just cannot play the game of basketball. I, I like the AI comparison because similar to AI, uh, the, like the, the beloved as teammates, you know, uh, just like legendary hard workers, legendarily passionate. Like you couldn't, 
like you couldn't fault them in their personality. Mm-hmm. I think they uh, both of them just bought their heart and soul to the game, right? And similarly, so much of the game relied on athleticism and speed that the moment that first steps be stops being super world, otherworldly, yeah. then you start looking very mortal, and then you start your negative sort of take over your positive, right? So I like that comparison in that sense. Um, and I agree. I think I actually feel Russell hasn't. I really don't think Russell could have ever been an alpha guy in a winning team. I just don't see that in him. Like I think even in his MVP season, they actually shocked me to win 48 games. Like that was <laughs> I think that's the reason he won an MVP because yes, yes. that was not a great team. Like even winning 48 games was like a huge deal, right? Uh I I really don't ever see him being a leader in a team that finishes for example with a home court advantage in in any conference, you know. Um so yeah, I think I think those days are done. Um it it's going to be an interesting question of what to do with Russell going forward because he's obviously a dynamic talent extremely high, can, highly paid who can use him properly to to his best level because he's high usage rate dynamic talent but hurts your team so in interesting way so i i'm really curious to see we, we almost saw the rockets unlock him a little bit you know for like a month or two uh after the all star break year ago. i think it was after it the all star feels like 6 years yeah. ago but it was like a year ago yeah. you know um so I wonder who will uh, who will unlock him that way, but it's it's a question that I feel far smarter people in the NBA have an answer to than I do. Ashwin, any thoughts? Um, I mean, uh, since you brought up the you know the lack of, I mean, do you think uh, Giannis could also go down that route? Like, if he doesn't develop a deadly jumper, like once his athleticism wears down, mm-hmm. he's. I mean, the major comparison. I mean, I've always felt that. Uh, like you know, uh, this Yanis uh, Yanis Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook, who's like six foot eleven, and uh, that's it. Like he's got that. Like in basketball, it's uh, six foot eleven with skill is always better than you know six foot eleven, just mm-hmm. you know powerful wise. So yeah, Yanis. I, I just hmm. think because because Yanis is so damn good defensively. Like he's just is it another level help defense, like the, uh, help defender than a like on ball defender because I mean no, he, no, he's very good. any he's kind very of defender he's, very good. he's just like perimeter post anything he he is so damn good that he'll he'll never be a negative he he, he might not ever be athletically that great anymore mm. but you will always have to like have Yanis on the floor in which I mean he's, he's still twenty six years old I think so you know we have at yeah, least four he, years just turned twenty six yeah. Yeah, so we still have and and, and so I think because of that, and obviously he's big. Mm. So there's the, he, he's a big guy who's not like a lumbering slow big guy. Mm. Um, so I think he, I think he's gonna go a different, way different path than the small guys have a different situation, right? Because they have to be either great shooters or like super fast and super athletic. Or, and the moment one of those things, sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say like CP3, right? Like CP3 kind of had to change his game a lot. I mean, like, yeah. you know, and and really. Go on a diet and all that shit, and you know. But but Karan, you've been following the NBA C- since. CPT is kind of, kind of an anomaly, actually. For Very anomaly. That yeah. small to be, to be this good at this age is once in a lifetime kind of you know thing. Stockton so, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, and again, Stockton did not even play athletics. CP3 actually has some kind of athletic gene to his game. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so so, I think Giannis will be different to to Russ. Russ is just a small guy who's I think gonna go down the AI path. Unfortunately, I I did not see yeah. that AI comparison coming, but it uh, makes sense. Like he, he I, I think AI towards the end like did a lot of uh, Denver and Pistons and uh, like people, I don't know they forgot how otherworldly, how amazing he was. I have met three people who randomly I realized that they were NBA fans and all three of them were AI fans. Oh, I, yeah, out AI of the blue, was... I was just drinking around and then the three people like I said, oh, you follow basketball, and then like we are all AI fans, and I'm like. Wow, that that guy 
like I don't trust anyone who's actually seen Allen Iverson play and doesn't love him. Yes. Yeah. Because the only people who don't like him are people who are only seen the stats or or the advanced stats. Mm-hmm. But anyone who's actually lived through the AI experience, he there's no way even thinking about AI makes me emotional. He was that kind of a guy. He could like really move, you know, like a fan base. I mean, yeah, I mean I, I, with the Lakers in the finals like even though Shaq was on the same court as AI, I think people were more like shit. AI has the ball, you know, like he's going yeah. to do something amazing with the ball right now. Like every time he got the ball, it was like, oh, it's going to be fun now. And you know, and this yeah, was the yeah. entire. This was like Shaq in his peak, just unmovable, like dominant. But I think in that series, really, like you could look, you could look at AI and say, wow, he is the most dominant player on the court right now, even though there was Shaq on the court. And so yeah, yeah AI was amazing. I, I I've not seen AI during his Philadelphia years. I. probably like when i saw him like he was already in the in pistons and you know nuggets is on the way down and uh, people were just like how oh, he can't shoot the three he can't do this he doesn't have he still had he didn't have that you know that first step where he just left the mm-hmm. defender in this team. but hearing i i've heard shaq speak about it, I, like i said those three people and everyone's like fuck the metrics when ai was yeah. on court <laughs> you just felt something that you know oh yes you had to watch yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, i think he could have inspired indians because we are probably closer to his <coughs> size now we follow steph curry and uh, what a great way to segue into that uh, segment mm-hmm. <laughs> lakers <laughs> lost to the uh, warriors today i i think lakers have been losing to the warriors a lot like even even i mean when they had the kd and even otherwise also lakers somehow managed to uh, you know they can't really figure that team out but uh, Uh, that what, what a beautiful go ahead basket that Steph Curry hit man like his his that you know in 2016 you saw that you know scissor 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 cut whatever it's called that pow uh, and then he gets separation and and as soon as it leaves his hand you were like oh what a beautiful arcing ball and it it better go into the basket because it feels like it dis- belongs in the basket it should not touch anything it should not touch the backboard it should just and and that's exactly what happened i mean uh we 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 me and vidit keep talking about you know this should be that uh, russ uh, mvp sort of season for steph where he just destroys opponents he just um, mm-hmm. they, they may not win many teams and probably will not advance much in the playoffs but you know just to show the world that you know i could have done all this but you know i wanted to win rings so i had to dial it back a little bit that sort of a feeling and you know you all, you all i i i feel the same way whenever steph uh, goes on court also like it's like, wow man like you're doing something that you know it's unstoppable uh did you manage to catch the game karan yeah know? yeah i saw i saw most of the game uh-huh. um the things with with watching any warrior games and you know some of these games have actually been like pretty terrible like they get beaten very easily uh and then some games they look incredible mm-hmm. i think and th- this has always been part of the warriors gene which is like you can never count them out they could be down like the, the, the clippers come back from a week ago uh the lakers yes. come back yes. uh, today yeah, yeah. uh it's just th- they always have that in them And ever since uh, Vinny's favorite player Draymond Green returned, just like it's really ramped it up to the next level. Like, come on, you have to admit, Steph got unlocked. And by the way, I love Steph. Steph is like, you know, probably my second favorite player. After but he needed after Kawhi. Yes. But 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 I feel like Draymond had to return and like really unlock a lot of the defensive and playmaking things. Um, sorry, but I just wanted to give that little Draymond shout out. Right. Hey. Back to Steph. <laughs> love. That 62 point game was incredible. That was his way of showing, like, yo, I can still do this. Um, and and I'm like you, I, I want him to have a good season. I want them to make the playoffs. They're just a fun team to watch, whether you hate them or like them. They're just dynamic as hell. Uh, 
I find Andrew Wiggins very frustrating, but he's been bit better recently. And James Wiseman, Wiseman is, is so good, incredible. yeah. He's very good. Yeah, so, um, so I, I, I just like the Warriors. Even if I didn't love Steph, I just love the fact that uh, I think they should be in the playoff mix for for the neutral, you know? Yeah, I mean, so so one thing I, I so the reason why I made that AI and Russell Westbrook comparison is because I I felt like this is this is a really weird connection, right? So basically, the way AI and Carmelo play together, right? Mm-hmm. You can say that James Harden and Russell play together, right? And then Carmelo left the Nuggets and went to New York Knicks to play with Amari, and Amari was already injured. And Amari, when he came, when the first the first season they played, they were amazing together, both Amari and Carmelo together. And then Amari got injured again. So it's kind of very similar, you know. KD, I mean, KD and Amari are not similar, but KD is injured. James Harden goes there. You know, and I just thought it was like a good thing. Oh, does it make sense? Not really, but uh... <laughs> like Carmelo and Carmelo and James Harden are kind of similar, right? ISO, high scoring, high volume you know, scoring champions, right? So then Russell Westbrook played with James Harden. Allen Iverson played with Carmelo in Nuggets. And then Carmelo went to the New York Knicks. And James Harden, who is like Carmelo, went to the Brooklyn Nets to play no with the player. I getting at, man. I'm, I'm getting that. I'm just saying, it was, just, it was such a weird coincidence for me. Have where... you seen that meme of Charlie Day from Horrible Bosses where, like, he has a conspiracy? Oh. <laughs> That's what Vindeep is doing right now. He's like explaining something. I, I, I was waiting actually for him to say that because of that, something is going to happen. Like the Nets are I not going to win. Because of that, there could be a possibility that KD gets injured and everything oh, goes to shit. Oh, shit, man. Why would you say that? KD should not get injured. Great players should not get injured. Like we have, uh, we should, like, you know. Right, but Amari was also amazing, injured. right? Like till he got injured. And then it was just a shit show at, at the New York. And I, the reason I, I wanted to bring this up is because you know, he's a Knicks fan, so he probably would have remembered how Carmelo moved to I mean, play with Amare. It was like this whole big thing. The Knicks are back. You know, it, it was kind of the big two, big three, I guess. I think um, the, the, the third was supposed to be Tyson Chandler. Tyson that Chandler. decent for that one defensive player of the year season. But Amare was never the same after the injury. Amare was so good those first two months before Melo got there. Mm-hmm. Like yes. he was an MVP candidate like behind Derrick Rose, I remember that season. Um, and yeah, it's just... I just never saw them as being a good fit, really. Like in hindsight, it makes it, it's exciting on paper, but then, like you, it, it was such a t- uh, big team. Yeah. They didn't they didn't really have an exciting like good in the backcourt. When when you have to like, re- resorting to Jeremy Lin was a desperation move. You know, when you have to resort to that, that shows how bad the the backcourt was. Who, who was the uh, point so, guard before Lin came? Was it? Uh, they were. They were Jared Allen. Like a no, revol- no, not Jared Allen. There was a revolving cast. The best one in that era actually was Jason Kidd. Like that's the crazy part. Like uh, oh yeah, Kidd for was a very there. short while. Oh yeah. So so that's how like that's how terrible the point guard situation was. <laughs> I I have a question about Jokic because I have to bring up Jokic. Okay. So so Karan, you know you you're, yeah. you're a deep thinker of basketball. Uh, sure. So sure. Right. <laughs> this is my way to prep him to say something nice about Jokic. What do you think yeah, about yeah. Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets? So, I'm, I'm glad you asked this question. Yes. So, because um, you were talking, I think Ashwin was mentioning that he became a, a Durant fan because you, you were thin like Durant, yes. right? Oh, is this so, going? I love guys like Jokic and Harden because they can prove to me that you could have my body mass index <laughs> and, and be almost the best in the world at doing something. 
like athletic um, be almost at the best at basketball i call jokic fat thor from uh, nba yeah that was uh, yeah i remember from last time but he's a little thinner now thinner a little bit yeah, so, so thor i guess <laughs> right but my, but my point is like like the, he's a superhero despite looking like basically a chugga jug you know mm-hmm. um, dude jokic is awesome I, i think if the if the nuggets finish top 3 in the west he should be mvp mm. because all the other advanced numbers point towards that but but they they just been like super in, i mean really jamal murray is the the issue the guy is the most in, inconsistent player in the nba uh if he can get more consistent I, they need to finish top 3 because i feel he should be mvp if that happens he should be mvp i i i feel that because like for 3 years now he's the only reason the nuggets are doing so well and uh, you know in the western conference top 4 home court advantage getting as far as they've got Last I I think uh, just for that he should be getting the MVP. Yeah, I mean I feel like I don't think people are even talking about him. Like everyone's yeah. like Luka should be MVP. Luka I'm like you know this guy has been winning. You know he took it to the Western Conference Finals like can you give him like some love? And all he wants to do is pass the ball and you know like Yeah, all he wants to do is like you know make jokes. You know no homo it seems like what <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> he did it what's the record they like the below 7 and 6. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not it's great. great. It's not great. I, I, I think that's hmm. that's an issue and obviously they they have like huge defensive problem like talking about teams who are bad defensively they're up there uh but yeah like i just I, i'm really rooting for them to finish in the top 3 range so that cuz cuz there is there is a gap here no one's going to vote for yanis again no matter what he does really yeah uh luka people sort of crowned him before the season began and he, he's, he's not been out of yeah shape. he's been out of shape he's yeah. been great i actually had made my bet for anthony davis i oh, thought that this would be a season where like They're gonna let AD run in regular season. Like he's gonna come co- back confident from the finals. But he's That chilling. That doesn't seem like it's gonna happen. He's chilling. So like, yeah. So it's sort of an open throne right now. Mm-hmm. KD and Steph. Two. I think these are the two. Steph again. Like the team doesn't have a great record. Like KD could get it, but now with who knows how his new team is gonna react. So what I'm saying is it's not like a clear cut thing. Like mm-hmm. last few years, Giannis seemed like he was just gonna easily win it, right? I think Jokic could be a clear cut candidate if. and it's not at him if his teammates get more consistent i think jokic could be a clear cut candidate I, i think most teams don't have a like i think lakers and clippers have a clearly winning record but everyone else is uh, you know pretty much hovering still in that like that, that's yeah. always that's true, true with the west that's right true. like it's always like there's always one or two teams in the top and then like the 5 to 8 is like two two difference two uh, difference of two games the the, the the 76ers have been pretty good yeah. they have been like they're like the one other team that are like actually looking good so far and they mm. missed the chance for harden so ben simmons hopefully is not taking it personally he's like okay i i, I can do my thing and and yes. what do you think about miami heat slump you know they i mean i don't mean it's a slump but they're just you know they're not as uh, consistent as you would imagine they would be after like yes last times you know dream run yeah it's <laughs> it's surprising i guess i mean i don't know like the, the the east is actually pretty pretty good this year it's you know, pretty it like yeah this, that's yeah i think that's what's better than the west overall i feel yeah. i feel there's more competition night to night in the eastern conference mm-hmm. they're all uh, equally bad now you know like they're all they're equally all, yeah so so i feel like it it's hard for miami to have easier games and to 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 pad up their record the way they were you know and has jimmy even been no. that much of he's been in and out he's not really been playing that great you know Uh, Bam sort of I think hasn't been exceptional either. You no. know they've all been. Everyone's I think only Tyler Hero has yeah. been good. I mean, Duncan has also been had, good. Duncan Robinson. Yeah, Duncan and Hero has been good. Yeah. So like otherwise they they haven't really been exceptional. So it's 
I don't know. Maybe it's just like fatigue from the 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 bubble. It was like so recent. They haven't really like recovered properly. Uh, and, and, as as a yeah. like NBA accredited writer, do you think that uh, Adam Silver has any thoughts about reducing the load in the regular season, maybe sixty six game season? I mean, if players are not giving a fuck about the eighty two game season, now it's seventy two games also, and if that also doesn't work, is there any possibility of that? You think? देखो पैसा 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 ऑल ऑल ऑफ आर पॉसिबिलिटीज आई वुड लव इट टू बी लाइक अ 55 गेम सीजन और व्हाटएवर बट इट्स नॉट गोइंग टू हैपन दे नीड टू हिट द 72 मार्क राइट अनफॉर्चूनेटली आई थिंक दे गोना मेक श्योर समहाउ इट हिट्स इट बट या नो आई डोंट आई डोंट सी इट हैपनिंग आई फील दैट दे हैव टू दे 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 हैव टू लाइक मीट देयर फाइनेंशियल मार्कर्स डिड यू एवर इंटरव्यू डेविड स्टर्न कर्नल नो नो ओके No, no, because no. I was listening to Bill's podcast, and Bill was talking about how this, like, this whole like situation with COVID and you know players taking rest and all that bullshit that mm-hmm. players are doing would be perfect for David Stern because he would just be like Hitler, you know, who just come in and just be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Your, get your get your shit together, people, like, like, or else there are fines after fines after fines. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I mean, I'm being a villain. Yeah, yeah, like he he would be happy, more than happy to be that person. uh do, do, like any any thoughts on that like i, I really didn't didn't really I, think of I, davidson at that point you know i agree but it's easy for bill simmons to say that like it's this uh, adam silver is like handling an unprecedented situation mm-hmm. man like this is insane what he has to deal with because he has to he has to make sure the owners are happy but also he realizes this is a players league you know the players i mean the fact that in the bubble they they did the strike right yeah. that was completely a players decision to do yeah. and the nba went around with it which in hindsight it's like an incredible decision for the nba if david stern if he had made a wrong move then it would have been so bad for the nba and adam silver handed that well so i i think it's easy to criticize but like what would bill simmons or what would any of us do in this situation it's it's a very like difficult thing to balance um Yeah, like it, it, I don't envy Adam Silver's situation right now. Like I just the fact that he has to make all the owners happy financially, but make sure that the players are the priority for everybody. You know, so um, yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, uh, I guess he has to weigh the you know like the product has to be good, but also uh, like it has to be in keeping with the current times. Like I, I think David Stern could have done a lot more because you know he he would I, I think. Like just bring players, blast them, and like oh, all that. But Adam Silver, I guess, can't do that. Like you said, you know, player empowerment and all that. But there has to be a limit somewhere to they, so much. They should have fined Harden for that. Thing. They should have fined. Yeah, I think they should. I think, I think Silver forgave him, saying it's Christmas, which is such <laughs> bullshit. Just like just fine him, man. <laughs> fine him and set a precedent. It won't happen again. Even though it's a small, it's uh, nothing. It doesn't mean anything to Harden. Still, it's like it's a matter of principle. Yeah. True. Okay, we've... I think Vinit got bored of this. Whatever I was saying, he just <laughs> no, no, no. What happened? He's a, he's a huge <laughs> David Stern fan. Like, uh, no, stop. no. I think my internet was unstable. Wow, somewhere in Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Can you think? Okay. Well. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks, uh, Karan, so much. Uh, we, we, pleasure to be here. Uh, our pleasure, also. I just wanted to say, put that out there. We uh, before we leave, though, I mean, you can you tell us a little bit about your new venture, Chakkar? Like, I see more of. uh what's the chakkar than you know hoop darshan because I, i keep waiting for hoop darshan to show up and it's much rarer but i see uh like t- tell us something about this uh, chakkar man like let our viewers know about what this. is the chakkar about the chakkar <laughs> so so hoop darshan is on 
we are like Jamal Murray, you know, like we sort of we'll show up once in a while, have a forty fifty point game. Why can't he just get then, to your hundredth episode, man? Like I, I wanna and, and then drop and then drop like four of thirty nights, like back to back to back. So like that's how we operate, right? Um, yeah. yeah, like I, I I think just we just have different priorities now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my, my, the 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 Chakkar is a website that I co-founded and I edit. It's for about Indian arts. Mm. It's Indian arts, culture, film, literature, stuff like that. So it's like, basically, it's that's my first love, uh, writing. You know, uh, what now basketball writing, stuff like that. Wow, it's close. Oh. Are you I, too I, old I, for basketball? Have you become? Have you gotten too old for basketball now? Hell no. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just going back to my pehla pehla pyar. You know. Like I always thought that this was gonna be my job and basketball was gonna be my hobby. Okay. And then kind of it's a long winded way. I turned basket my hobby into a job, and I'm kind of coming back around to uh, what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So okay. we are sort of refocusing those things. Okay. But yeah, uh, if you guys are into you know anything that's to do with uh, very specifically Indian arts and culture, uh, check out the website. Check out the Chakkar. Yeah, yeah, please check it out. We'll link it in the description and all that. Please go check it out. It's uh, uh, so. What is like your favorite thing to cover in the Chakkar? Is it music? Because I know you follow a lot of indie mm-hmm. music. I know you know a lot of the band members. Uh, you know, and like mm-hmm. you're like right there. Like it's not like you're sitting somewhere and talking to them. You know those people. You go meet you know, them all. It's almost like the basketball thing has translated here also. I I was going and meeting those people mm-hmm. pre COVID. Yes, <laughs> you could say that. Now I'm just sitting on a on a phone and talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I love actually my favorite part is the is is the literature part. Oh. Like I, I I love interviewing. I, I love like book reviews. I love interviewing authors. I love like writing an analytical essays about books or editing. I, really, what I love is most of my work is actually editing other people's work. Okay. A lot of people send me their essays, their creative fiction, their like whatever, um, you know, film reviews or whatever, mm-hmm. and I love to edit that work and like help them make the work better. Okay. Nice. So yeah, the best part. Okay. That's cool. I, I wish I could do the same thing, but nobody sends me anything. I'll send Edit. it to you, bro. <laughs> no, 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 don't send me tech stuff and ask me to edit those. I'll send you some blog articles to re-edit. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks once again, uh, Karan. Like, uh, yes. And audience, please like, share, subscribe. Do all the jazz. Uh, plus button on podcast sites. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. And uh, till then, uh, we need to say bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for that, Karan. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Join the next bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>